At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Betting across America, rolling along here in Vegas and in Colorado. James Salinas, the one in Colorado. I'm Jeff Barles here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Tip of the strip here in Vegas. James, as always, there are a stunning amount of people always here at the South Point. That's all I'll say. Always a lot of people, a lot more than you would expect, but a great, great holiday weekend. People enjoying themselves. Tables were full when I walked through. Uh, it feels like a holiday weekend here in Vegas. Well, well, so so Jeff, let me say, let me say, as far as the South Point is concerned, number one, it's so accessible. Oh right? yes, you can literally park yes. right out front and walk right in. Uh, the, everything, nothing is overpriced the way you go to some of these corporate free casinos parking out too. There at, at, all of it, yeah. You don't have to. I mean, you go to some of those casinos on the Strip, and where, whether you're, unless you're going to go to a valet, or you're trying to go to the South Park. Man, you could find. You can get lost. You need to get a, a, a map. You need to map that out to even find your way back to your car or where you parked. And I just think from the South Point, I know a lot of folks come in. And it's you'll have some locals there in the sports book, but there's a lot of other activities going on as far as families. I was just there a couple of weeks ago with my son's baseball team, and some people stayed at the South Point and loved the fact that there was things for the kids to do movie theaters bowling alleys arcades all those kind of things it's just more inclusive that way and accessible as well as not getting gouged as far as prices are concerned like you do at some of the corporate joints on the script by, by the way james real quick to just to, to say this real quick the big two million dollar bingo extravaganza is happening in two weeks here at the south point 
It is sold out. Already sold out. Wow. Can't can't get wow. in. You got to wait for November if you want to get in on the other bingo extravaganza. I know our audio guy Kev is very interested in that, James. So uh, we'll we'll have to make sure uh, Kevin gets into uh, the uh, the two million dollar extravaganza bingo here at the South Point. Uh, all I can tell you is, James, I would not have the patience for it. That's all I know. <laughs> so, uh, well, I kind of like. It's kind of how I feel playing poker nowadays. I just don't have. I used to play a lot of cards back in the. I don't have the patience anymore. These guys going. There's eighty dollars in pot, and guys go in the tank for two minutes. Like, just make a play. Let's go. Are you going to check raise, or what are we going to do here? Let's move on. I get. I've really gotten bored playing cards too. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Don't disagree. I don't even remember the last time I played Hold'em. Been a while. Regardless, James, let's go to the NFL here. Miles Sanders couldn't help himself this week. Talked to CBS Sports, and uh, Miles Sanders said, uh, well, we feel like we're an all-star team. We feel unstoppable. Well, the last time the Eagles did that, that was in the era of the the Michael Vick all-star team, and that team flat out missed the playoffs, and Andy Reid ended up in Kansas City not far after that because of it. James, uh, here's what I'll say. For the Philadelphia Eagles this year, I like what they've done. They had a good offseason. The trade for A.J. Brown was great. Didn't give up too much. Pretty reasonable contract, all things considered. They improved defensively. But it all starts and ends with number one. That's Jalen Hurts. Still don't trust him, James. Well, and I don't think Sirianni trusted him after realizing through the first seven games that, uh, yeah, this is not the route we want to go for us to be successful offensively in Philadelphia to have Hurts drop back and throw the ball 35, 40 times per game. And I think that's where uh, – let's break down this offense and the the change in offensive identity and philosophy midseason for Philadelphia. And I think that's – there's some credit that has to go there to the coaching staff to, to recognize. And you're a new coach coming in, and we, we know these coaches, depending whether it's an old coach or, or a newbie coach like Sirianni, Sometimes these guys are just so stuck with, so stubborn and stuck in their ways that we are. This is how we're going to do it, and I'm going to make people conform, and we're just going to force, we're going to force feed how I want to play offense in this case here with the Eagles. And they made a drastic change from those first after those first seven games because ultimately Hertz was averaging approximately 35 pass attempts in the first half of the, the in the first seven games of the first half of the season. Let's just call it first half. After, and I think it was really it really was brought to light in that game against the Raiders midseason. After that loss, you saw a complete switch and change in the identity of that offense for Philadelphia. And they have a terrific, very physical and some veteran leadership on that offensive line and a very deep backfield to say we are going to change what we're going to do midseason and run the football. And that's exactly what they did. The next eight games for Jalen Hurts averaged just 23 pass attempts while the team was rushing nearly 40 times per game, over 200 yards per game. They played to their strength. It took serious on a little time and that's what happens with new coaches sometimes you got to come in you got to identify who your players are what how do they fit into what we want to do what is the best way for us to be successful based on this current roster that I inherited and so honestly some credit to that coaching staff to make that adjustment in season to say oh, the strength of our football team is rushing the football it is not hurt scooting back there and firing the ball 30 40 30 40 times per game we've got to play to our strengths pound the football and I think the other piece with that too is Jeff, 
teams just aren't prepared. They're, the team defenses are not the same. You don't have physical corners anymore that come up. The box safeties are smaller because they have to cover now, and it's just not the same physicality within on, on a defensive roster that we've seen in the past. So tackling is not nearly as sharp as what it does. You don't even get to practice in pads and even practice tackling anymore. So I think it was a really credit to, to that coaching staff to make that change, and we saw what that looks like. I think that's the same identity we're going to see from the second half. I think that carries over from the second half of last season into this season here, even though you've upgraded with, you got Brown, who's a really physical, terrific receiver, Devontae Smith and his ability to make big plays down the field. Some of the upgrades that they made defensively, you got, you got Bradbury now at the other corner position with Slay. It's not a perfect roster. They got some holes. The second, the, the back end of the secondary is concerning for me with the safety positions, but you've got a, a great off uh, defensive line as far as Graham and Cox still bringing leadership to that team, as well as leadership in the trenches on the offensive side. I think that's what I hang my hat on here is from not so much all the different moves that were made in the offseason. Don't like it when guys are out there popping off. We're an all-star team. We're going to roll through the NFC. But here, you know, the only thing that talks is scoreboard, Jeff. So that still remains to be seen until this season gets started. But I just love the identity change and the fact that you have coaches that can be have some humility to say, you know what, we need to make some adjustments because we what we thought was going to be successful wasn't. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let's find out what our strengths are. Rushing the football is what it was for Philly. I think we see the same start to the season as far as the identity of the offense pounding opponents for four quarters like we saw in the second half for last year for Philadelphia. James, the Eagles really, I think, have set themselves up nicely for if Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Because now you have the roster built where, yeah, maybe not, maybe this year isn't the, the year that they hope it is. Their win totals got bet up to nine and a half. They're minus 160 to make the postseason at BetMGM. They're the second favorite to win the NFC East at plus 185. But they at least have set themselves up where if Hurts is not the answer, you go out and get your quarterback in the 23 draft with your extra draft picks. And you go forward with, with whoever that may be moving forward. But, James, just looking at some of these numbers here, the nine-and-a-half win total seems a little aggressive, even though that schedule is not the hardest. And, of course, they have four games against Washington and, and the Giants put together. Four games you would expect the Eagles to be either favored or a very small underdog in maybe one of the road games. Uh, other than that, they go on the road to Detroit and Chicago. Good draws there. They get the good teams in the NFC North at home, maybe a little bit easier to win those games. You got the AFC South, even at nine and a half, I think it's a little aggressive. Minus 160 to make the playoffs, a little aggressive. The Eagles do have a legitimate shot to win 10 games. And if you win 10 games in the NFC, you're making the playoffs at this point. Well, and the only playoff team outside of Dallas within the division, the non, non-divisional playoff teams on the road that they'll face, is Arizona. I think Arizona's going to have a miserable... They're not going to have the same season they had last year. Let's put it that way. I don't think the Cardinals are a playoff team. I think it's a two-team race in the NFC West, and the Arizona is not going to get off to the start. We talked about their schedule and the challenge to it early on for the Arizona Cardinals. Well, they're going to face Will Philadelphia. That's, again, the one playoff team they'll face on the road. 
and they're going to face him when week, week five. And to me, their best player is DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to be still suspended for that matchup, so he's not even going to be there. And I do. I think it's a very favorable schedule, to your point, uh, as far as the Eagles are concerned. And I think for, for Dallas, I think it's a two-team race in the NFC East. I did bet the, the Eagles to win the NFC East. That was months ago at plus 300. I know that number's long gone, but part of it was because of what we saw with the change in identity offensively for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think I'm probably just a sucker. Finally, we get to see some teams be play some alpha football up front and just line up and say, you know what, we're going to pound your ass for four quarters, and right. I like that mentality that we saw out of Philadelphia. I like the leadership on both sides of the trenches for that team, and also the fact that it's a two-team race in my mind within that division in the NFC East, and that star on the, on the Dallas Cowboys helmet, that is a target. That is not a, a look-pass game. Any, It's never been a look-pass game. Everybody wants to bring it to America's team, so-called America's team, each and every time they play the Dallas Cowboys. So all coupled all those factors in at plus $3, like I said, I made that bet quite a while ago. I like the change in identity for the Eagles, and I think they're – definitely going to be a contender. The Washington football team, there's so many things swirling around with that team off the field right now as you throw in Carson. <laughs> you throw in Wentz, what are you going to see out of Wentz? He doesn't want to be there. They they were just down to, they were just struggling to find anybody to come in and he's not going to last very long there in Washington. And the Giants are again in rebuild mode. There's a lot of things that have to happen for the Giants to be able to be competitive in the NFC East. So for me, I like the plus $3 and that's where I went with it. I don't like him to do anything else within the playoffs, but I do like their chances within the NFC East for Philadelphia to take that down. No, they look, look, they're, I'd rather have a ticket on them than Dallas at the numbers that are out there. I would not even close uh, for me on that, James. And like you said, and I, and I said earlier, you have four games against teams that I think are going to be bad in your own division, the Giants and the Commanders. Maybe the Giants are a little bit better and the Eagles have to play New York in week 14 and week 18. So maybe by then the Giants have figured it out a little bit. But I, I there's an opportunity to really win a lot of games and rack them up here for Philadelphia just because of what their schedule is. We're going to preview the AFC defending champs next. The Cincinnati Bengals. Looking at them next here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download BetMGM today. Stop by any casino on the Strip. That's an MGM property, of course. With your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So check it out today. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It is Betting Across America. I'm Jeff Parles. James Salinas with us from Colorado. James, I just want to throw this in there real quick because, of course, tomorrow Joey Chestnut goes for the mustard belt yet again in the hot dog eating contest. If we put you in that hot dog eating contest, James, 10 minutes, how many dogs are you eating? One. One. That's it. One. Do, do we know what's – we know we, – we're – well, I know it's a family betting show, so I don't want to gross anybody out, but <laughs> we know what we know what's in the casing of a hot dog. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Healthy Eater, <laughs> but as far as hot dogs go, yeah, I kind of like to know what's in my meals and, yeah, lips, noses, entrails, et cetera. No interest in me. I don't know how these guys do that kind of gluttony onto their bodies, man. I would be sick for a – it'd be pumping my stomach for a month. So one hot dog, that's max. It's not a matter of the time limit. It's just a matter of knowing – I, I know what my body can and cannot take, and that's as far as I can go when it comes to eating <laughs> hot dogs. And so we were having this discussion the other day, uh, Kelly Bidlin and I off the air for primetime action. We've set the number at five and a half for either Kelly or I <laughs> for 10 minutes. I, would, I, I really do think you could do four pretty easily in the first five minutes, and in the last five minutes you're like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I do well, this? Well, that's what 
that's what I would be feeling the next, you know, an hour later or the next day is why did I punish myself doing this? I guess this, this depends on the size of the hot dog. Are we talking about those little skinny Nathans or are we talking about the, the big ballpark Franks that you would have as a kid roast the weenies out there on the open fire? <laughs> big, big ones, right? There's, there's a difference too, but uh, I, I will limit myself to one. I know my capacity. I know my limitations. It's what happens as you get older. You don't get older, you get wiser. And yeah, you have to be a little smarter about what you put into your body and so for me yeah one would be the max you think five and a half i mean if i needed to compete for it depending that's the other piece let's let's switch it around what are we betting on what are we what are we doing it for because now if we're talking about uh, if there's something on the line and we have some incentive that might coerce me to want to do more than one but i've got it's got to be pretty lucrative for me to want to get involved yeah, I would, I would say there'd be some sort of prize involved if we do that. We're not allowed to do it on the air after the, uh, the infamous hot dog eating contest of the first years of the network's existence. So we're not allowed to, uh, not allowed to do that on the air anymore. Let's uh, shift back, though, to football here. It wasn't just Miles Sanders who had a uh, spicy quote this week. So did Joe Mixon uh, show everyone at home who's watching us, uh, for us, for the people just listening. Here's what Joe had to say. Joe Mixon, I feel like we might be the... Hottest thing smoking in the NFL. Very spicy from Mixon there. I, look, James, we can talk until we're red in the face on how uh, maybe Cincinnati was fortunate in their, uh, in their run to the Super Bowl last year with a fortunate whistle that went their way against the Raiders, uh, overcoming nine Tennessee sacks against, uh, against, the, against the Titans and then coming from 18 down to beat Kansas City. But look, uh, James, it's very simple for me in the AFC North, and we'll talk about Cleveland a little bit later in the show. But Pittsburgh, even though I don't think they're any good, they still find a way to get two five hundred every year. The Ravens seem to be in a better position than they were a year ago. Cincinnati's front end of the schedule is very easy. But if they don't get off to a hot start, this could very easily be another team that misses the post that misses the postseason after losing in the big game. I appreciate that you you look at the bravado, and I guess there's there's confidence and there's cockiness. I think Mixon, you you know the style of play that Mixon brings, and he brings that edge with him. And I think. I think he's feeling like, all right, there we're a young team here, and I know he's a pretty, he's relatively a young player too. But very, I think he'd be the veteran as far as the skill position goes on that team, as far as Mixon is concerned. And he feel like, all right, let me take some pressure off my quarterback. And this excited, excited to build off of what they did last year, going to the Super Bowl. And, and you know, talk is cheap. The only thing that talks in my mind is scoreboard. Don't particularly love teams getting out and players getting out in front per se, like Mixon and popping off the way that Miles Sanders did in the last segment you talked about for the Eagles but uh, there there's a level of confidence and sometimes that's sometimes things are off the cuff and then sometimes things are intentional I think for probably mixing it's more so the latter I think that was intentional there just to take some of the attention off of some of the other players on his team in particular Chase and and, and Burrow even though I think those guys never met a microphone especially for Burrow he's not afraid to get out there and and say some things too and I love his bravado as well but if I'm looking at the Bengals the biggest issue last year the biggest weakness on that team that they were able to survive you mentioned the nine sacks and that was kind of indicative in that in that divisional game against Tennessee. that was kind of indicative of the entire season the fire really the first two seasons or a year and a half for joe burrow before he got banged up was the the offensive line was just awful and part of that was not a lot of talent up there but the other part was too 
Joe Burrow is just such a competitor that he just wants to compete each and every time he takes a snap. He doesn't want to throw the ball away. He feels like he can make plays every time he touches the football. And I think he'll learn, one, that you can throw the ball away. You can live to play another down or live to play another series. But you saw what the Bengals did in the offseason, and I think they significantly upgraded that offensive line, especially from the from the center over. You got Rod Karras over from, from New England, so you got a veteran center there in the middle. You got Kappa coming over from Tampa. You got Collins, big fella there at the at the right tackle position. So really significant upgrades on the offensive line for Cincinnati. Had to address it. They did. And I think that's just going to be only accentuate what they can do offensively. We saw the connection that was there in college with Burrow and Chase. Well, that's going to, we saw that continue last year when Chase coming into the league. I think this offense is going to be very, it's very talented, and you upgrade that offensive line the way that they did. I understand why Mixon's excited. He feels like, finally, I've been having to carry this putrid offense through bad quarterbacks and a poor offensive line play since my short career here in Cincinnati. I'm sure he's excited just to see the talent level has increased over the course of the last two years. Well, you you mentioned it, James. The offensive line is so much better on paper going into this year than it was at any point last year. Uh, the the Collins pickup, the Kappa pickup, that right side is so much better. There's still questions at left guard with uh, will it be Adinajay, will it be Carmen? Uh, those two split for most of the year uh, in, in in the playoffs. They split it as well. But this is a team where, again, their schedule early on, James, they have to feast early in the season where you take advantage of playing bad teams a lot early in the year where you, again, you open with Pittsburgh, who they owned last year. Dallas, of course, not necessarily a bad team, but mixed in before the bye, they play the Jets, they play Atlanta, they play Carolina, they get Cleveland in all likelihood without Deshaun Watson at that point still. They get Miami on a short week at home. You got to take advantage of the first nine weeks. You probably got to go six and three in those first nine games to put yourself in a good position because after the bye, James, as you see on your screen, if you're watching us at vsin.com, two road games out of the bye at Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Neither of those will be particularly easy. Yes, they get four of the last six at home, but look at the teams they play. Kansas City, yeah, we don't know what the Cleveland quarterback situation will be in week 14. Still an in-state division game. Tampa and Buffalo. And then you get Baltimore in the last week as well. All those games are extraordinarily difficult, even though they get them in Cincy. Yeah, I think the schedule, we'll trying to forecast where other, their opponents will be in the playoff race or within their divisions. We may see a Buffalo in that, that week 17 game or the, the 16th game for Cincinnati already wrap things up. It's that Monday night game, but the Bills, who knows where they're going to be. I think they probably already have the NFC or the AFC inch. East clinched at that point. And I think what's really interesting is that it's going to come down to Baltimore. I feel like the division comes down, it could come down to that last game of the season, January 8th in Cincinnati to face the Ravens. Because to me, the the AFC North, it's a two-team race. You mentioned Pittsburgh before, and, and yes, for Tomlin, keeping that team competitive over the years, but definitely helped having big Big Ben, his playmaking ability, his leadership at the quarterback spot there for Pittsburgh all those years to keep them highly competitive, fighting for the playoffs and being a, a 500 or above team each and every year. That is not going to be the case for Pittsburgh this year. That team is in complete rebuild mode. It's a brand new offensive line. You got new quarterback play there. And it's to, it's 
transition team right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think for Cleveland, it's a, it's I think it blows up in their face as far as the 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 contract and everything that they did to get Watson. I don't think he plays this season, so it's a two-team race. How much fun would it be to see the AFC North crown come down to that last game in in Cincinnati against the Baltimore Ravens? Well, Sunday night football, the final game of the year, potentially, James. Not not wouldn't be much of a shock. If it did come down to that final week, I think the Ravens, even though their wide receiving core is really bad, I expect them to take a leap forward, assuming Lamar Jackson stays healthy. That's, of course, the biggest if of all when we're talking about Baltimore. Hey, we'll look at the Cleveland Browns next. A lot of unknowns in the Deshaun Watson situation. We'll discuss it next. Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Betting splits will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see the action as it changes. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can also check out not just today's action, but future action as well. Betting splits, another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better, and a better, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at where you find it. It is Betting Across America. I'm Jeff Parles. James Salinas with us as well. After we're done... The old-school green zone combo of Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds will take you the next three hours after us. Uh, there is a PGA event going on in the Quad Cities, the John Deere, that JT Poston is starting to run away and hide four shots ahead of Emiliano Grio and Scott Stallings. So it looks like Poston might be going wire to wire, James. You don't see that too often. No, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I, I don't I even see, know who see, that I, is. I, I, yeah, I could see, I, I could see the gears moving right, in your let's brain. Let's go back to talking. About, I think we're going to go back talking about hot dogs again. So, uh, <laughs> what was the... yes, uh, well, hot dogs and JT Post in there, the uh, the holy grail. No, I'm actually, I'm actually finding myself riveted. I'm, I'm a little distracted watching both. I have both television where I had the the two pitcher props going on. Mackenzie actually doing pretty well through the first three innings, and the other side, Fetty. Yep. Uh, Marlins had plenty of opportunities to to open up that third inning and got caught stealing. I don't know why they were stealing in that situation. He was completely dead to rights. I don't know if they thought they were trying to do a, a little league first and third. All right, you run at first and you come home at third. And they missed the sign. I'm not sure what happened. It really kind of ran themselves out of an inning here. So I'm I'm uh, get myself dialed back in. Stop watching the baseball, Salinas. You know you got your action on it, but where we're going here uh, beyond the hot dog eating contest, we're going to jump back <laughs> into the National Football League, and that's that's always within my wheelhouse to play. So let's uh, let's do this, James. This is it's going to be a little complex for us to really do this, but because the disciplinary hearings have concluded for Deshaun Watson, according to our producer Stephen Bond, I asked him during the break, "Do we have any idea when this is going to be uh, settled?" Even though the hearings have concluded. I don't think anyone knows exactly when we'll get a decision uh, from those hearings on Deshaun Watson and, of course, all of his off-the-field issues that those hearings have to do with. James, I'm going to operate under the assumption that we will not see Deshaun Watson at least for eight games. 
if that is the case here, how do we handle the Browns going into the season where their schedule is significantly lighter in that first half as opposed to their second half? Yeah, I think if you want to get involved with the season win total, you hold off because of that point. You, you mentioned the the opening of their schedule, and this will be an exciting game. They open up in Carolina, so that'll be a fun 16-12 to 12 a doozy. affair right there. Yeah, that one will not be if there's usually there's like nine games on those uh, in the morning session at least here it's it's morning 11 a.m kickoff and i can get approximately eight games out there that one will probably not be on the tv that one will be limited uh, to not have to suffer through carolina playing the browns without deshaun watson here then they come back and they open up their home season their home schedule against the new york jets and then they'll have pittsburgh and then they're on the road at atlanta so the first four games obviously very in a sense winnable or competing for to be able to compete and i think without deshaun watson you know what you're going to see with jacoby Brissett back there he's very limited with his ability to throw the ball down the field and he's not one to get outside the pocket they're not going to be able to to run some of those those stretch boots like they were doing with mayfield with the play action pass game built off the running game. It is going to be heavy dose of the run game for Cleveland. That's the strength of their team with the depth of the running back position as well as that offensive line. Tremendous very physical offensive line up front for Cleveland. So play to your strengths. I think that's where it is though. After that, then it gets very challenging those next four games prior to their bake, prior to the Blake yeah, they'll play three of those games at home before their their bye week, but it's going to be against the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Bengals, sandwiched in with a game at Baltimore, and then they come off of their bye, and they're going to have six of the last nine games on the road in that second half of the season, and the three home games that they're going to play of those nine is going to be home against the Buccaneers the Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints. So there's no gimme and no layup here. So I think if you're looking to get involved with season win totals, I wouldn't do it before the season starts. I would look to see, find that adjusted season win. There's always some books that'll put that out there as far as the at, when the season progresses and adjusted season win totals. I think maybe even without Deshaun Watson, the Browns not get off to a hot start, but they can pick up a few wins through those first four weeks. And maybe that's a better time to play that season win total, but I'd be looking to play it under. I don't want anything to do with the Cleveland Browns being successful successful this season. James, I would say if you are the Browns, let's say without Watson here, I'm running Chubb and Kareem Hunt roughly 40 times a game between the two of them until Deshaun Watson is back. You have to basically play to your, like you said, play to your strengths. When healthy, your offensive line is still a monster. They weren't healthy all most of last year. Mayfield, of course, was hurt as well. That's why that ended up being a disaster uh, as it was. But wouldn't you just take the ball out of Brissett's hands and put it in the in your run game Absolutely. and hope your defense improves to a point where they are able to win you games early while Deshaun Watson is not there? Absolutely. I mean, that was the identity of that team that we saw when Stefanski took over a couple years ago. We're not putting Baker Mayfield in a shotgun, firing the ball 35, 40 times a game, play to our strengths, pound the rock the way that they're capable of doing. We did see that offensive identity completely shift. And so they, they're going to have to do that. I think for this Cleveland Browns team, though, I, I just think this this whole Watson debacle is going to blow up on them. I don't believe he plays this year. Even if he does come back midseason, second half of the season, as you talked about, 
about the schedule and how challenging that's going to be for the Cleveland Browns. Plus, all the distractions and all the questions are going to follow Deshaun Watson wherever he goes week in and week out. And not only for him, but those are things that the coaches and the and the players are going to get asked repeatedly. And and not that they're going to have to step up and have to answer to that, but you just it becomes it becomes draining having the same questions being asked week in and week out, and I think it's going to be a, a distraction for the Browns, and I think that's where I was looking for different ways to fade the Browns this year because of that situation with Deshaun Watson, and I didn't really want to get involved with season win totals. We talked about the schedule, and it is favorable to start the year, at least the first quarter of the year for the Browns, but looking at, in my mind, again, we were talking about this the last segment. Jeff, that it's a two-team race in my mind for the AFC North. And so, yes, last week, as a matter of fact, I was on this program with Femi, and we were kind of going through some of the divisional odds there and found a, a found a couple of bets where they were uh, an exact bet, in a sense, where it was, again, I think it's a two-team race between Baltimore. They cannot have, I mean, have got to have some positive regression considering all the injuries that they went through last year and still very competitive efforts that we saw from Baltimore for the last part until I think they ran out of gas because of the the amount of injuries that they had at the last part of the season. But I think it's a two-team race between Cincinnati and the Ravens. I kind of favor the Ravens to win this division, but I can go either way between those two teams. Pittsburgh, again, like we talked about, in complete rebuild mode. I don't see them competing to win that division or play. I think they're playing for fourth, at, uh, third at best. I think they come up last in that division. Cleveland already the big distraction. And so what I was able to find that I placed the bet on was Baltimore, to go one and Cincinnati to go two, that was plus 450. And I went the opposite side of that. It was Cincinnati to go one and Baltimore to finish two within the AFC North. That was they were both plus 450. And at that time, that's where it was. It's pretty good. That number is de- that number definitely changed. It changed in the midst of the next segment when we came back on. I told Stephen I looked at the numbers, said those actually moved. Fortunately, the books did not move that while I was making the bet, as opposed to what has happened to me in the past. They waited for me to make that play and then adjust the numbers afterwards. So that was beneficial from that standpoint. But those plus 450 numbers are no longer available. I think they're plus 400 and plus 375, respectively. Look at that. Honest bookmaking, James. Look at that. That's that. That's that's a good thing. That's what we like to hear. Right. Uh, and, James, those are really good bets. Those are really good bets that you made, especially where I'm with you. I, I Baltimore, Cincinnati, 1-2, either order. That's where I think this division plays out because of what's going on with Cleveland. And again, like how many times can the Steelers overachieve with a team that just isn't any good? Like that's really where we're at. I mean, last year it was basically Ben Roethlisberger uh, not having any arm. They still make the playoffs. The year before that, they go 500 with Duck Hodges and or two years before that, I should say, Duck Hodges and, and Mason Rudolph, they go 500. One of these years they have to underachieve and go under 500 with Tomlin, but again, he has never gone under 500. And for Cleveland to put a bow on the Browns here, you can't really do anything with them, at least preseason, unless if you are convinced that the suspension is going to be shorter than people think, which I don't know how you can be convinced of that, especially when really it seems like we have no knowledge of what the league is going to end up doing if they are going to follow what uh the what the uh the former federal judge decides to do in those hearings or will they come up with their own punishment we'll find out hopefully sooner rather than later we have a few more baseball games later in the day to preview and some updates across the major league baseball schedule today that's coming up next betting across america here on vsin the sports betting network 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. And today, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game. And you receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of the outcome of your bet. Log in to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get $10 in free bets to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older to place a wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets are expired seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or D.C. Spending across America, happy to be with you. 
here on Fourth of July weekend, Sunday the third. James Salinas is in Denver. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you, James. Some quick updates. Uh, your guy McKenzie actually uh, rolling right through right now. Well, they've barely at that first inning. They this is this is baseball, right? It's the variance of baseball. The Yankees absolutely squared up three balls. Rizzo hit it to the wrong part of the park, all the way to dead center to the to the wall. Uh, they a couple other line drives. Only I think seven or eight pitches in that first inning for McKenzie. All three balls again were squared and barreled really hard. But sometimes that's where it is. You got to hit it where they ain't, and uh, we're able to get out. He, McKenzie was able to get out of this next inning. I think that's just the one thing here. We know that the without. Judge, and Judge has just been such a monster this season here, and it looks like we've got a, a run on the board. I can't see who hit a home run. There was a home run for Cleveland right there left over the left field. In their sense, their little green monster there, their blue monster in Cleveland. Fred Miller Ace. McKenzie. McKenzie's been working himself out of jams, but you know that's the one thing with the Yankees. The as well as Judge has played all season long, not in the lineup today. That was part of the influence for me getting involved with McKenzie. But McKenzie just needed to eat the innings today because of the the amount of games and the three double headers with the span of seven days coming up, finishing up tomorrow against Detroit. But I think for the Yankees, the bottom part of that order, I mean, Gallo has never saw a, a he's never saw a ball in the dirt. He didn't want to swing at it. This team just at the bottom of the order just strikes out a lot. And I think that's what's helped McKenzie so far really getting him through some of these struggles that he had uh, early in this game, being able to take advantage of the bottom of the order and a number of strikeouts so far for Tristan. Oh, the uh, Guardians grabbed the lead on the Yankees, one to nothing. If you want to bet the Guardians live, minus 160 right now on the Guardians. Rays and Jays tied at one in the top of the fourth inning. Uh, Rays just had a base stealer thrown out uh, to really put a damper on that inning. 1-1 one, one, uh, right now, uh, minus 175 on the Blue Jays uh, laying that right now if you want to do do that. The Marlins have a one nothing lead over the Nats, minus 165 on Miami uh, if you want to lay that live. Brewers finally taking a lead in Pittsburgh. James, it's two to nothing, and the Brewers are minus nine hundred right now. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, what nine hundred? I mean, they have. I I get it. the The Brewers bullpen is is one of the better. Nine hundred though. <laughs> I know it. That, those are almost as auto bests as to say, please. We we know, although it's, it is the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I get you have to take the who's in consideration, you know, who the who the team is in consideration here. But ultimately, yeah, nine hundred, no way laying ever laying anything like that. Especially what are they only in the fifth inning? So there's plenty of more baseball to be played and plenty of opportunities, even for that Milwaukee pen as good as they have been over the last two years uh, to give one away. But yeah, I, I think I'll pass. James Salinas is passing on laying nine dollars of a, in a live baseball bet in the fifth inning, but it's only two nothing. If you want to, uh, you want to take the Pirates plus two and a half. You can get a plus price right now. There's no one on base even, James. This that's pretty wild. It's one of the wilder ones that I can remember seeing actually in game. You know, that's almost that's almost worth taking the plus six hundred on the Pirates. Almost. Keyword almost, James. Almost, uh, almost, almost, it, yeah, almost going to eat more than one hot dog. Almost, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm not betting. That's not happening. There you go. Uh, James, some other uh, games going on later. Uh, let's start right in your neck of the woods. Starting at the top of the hour. Chad cool. Who is coming off of a, a, a unbelievable performance, a complete game shutout against the Dodgers earlier in the week goes against one of the, one of the pitchers who people love betting on Zach gallon, uh, 
Dimebacks are a very small favorite in this game. Uh, minus 115 uh, at BetMGM, the D-backs are with a total of 11. Yeah, I think for Gallon, really good month of May, 4-0 with an ERA just to tick over three. Uh, but in six starts in June, 0 and 2 with an ERA of five and a quarter. So he's gotten lit up. He's they've lit him up and tagged him pretty good in the month of June. Now he's got to come to Colorado, and I think we saw last night the the ball was definitely carrying last night. Although he had a couple batting practice pitchers on the mound on both sides, I didn't believe Keuchel's even still around. And and Austin Gomber was was the other side of that. Actually, I bet that last night. As crazy as that sounds, I did bet Gomber to go over 13 and a half outs, which he did, and he hit that not a problem, but I thought he had to eat some innings too just for the state of the Colorado bullpen. And that's why, again, I've been trying to just attack this pitcher proc market over the last, well, over really the last year and a half since I've had that available here in Colorado. But I think getting back to the other side with with Chad Cool, I mean, we actually saw a complete game. It's just such a rarity now. The fact that he not only was against the Dodgers, a three-hit shutout against the uh, L.A. Dodgers, but very efficient, right? He did not, it was, he was, pounding the strike zone, pitching the contact. He did have five strikeouts, but really pitching the contact. A lot of balls were up, but within the yard there in Coors Field to keep the Dodgers scoreless, only threw 102 pitches over the course of that complete game shutout, nine innings pitched. And a lot of times they'll be looking to, well, let me go the other way and bet against him this time. So I looked at what his player prop was or his pitching prop, but it's sitting at 14 and a half. It's juiced to the over pretty significantly at $1.40. Yeah, I've, I thought about that, but typically, you know, somebody has such a, a stellar outing like that, you know, the, obviously there's going to be regression here, but I didn't think it would be that number was going to be below five innings. And he typically works beyond what we saw with the Dodgers game uh, in three out of his other four starts in the month of June. He did pitch five, five and six innings. He did get shelled by the Padres at San Diego back on June 10th, only lasted four and a third inning there, five five earned runs in that match. But I think here at 14 and a half, I was looking to fade it, go the other way, but it's too low. It, it would need to be like 15 and a half for me. Not going to get involved. No play in this action. Yeah, no, no play for me on, on this one as well. Uh, the other games that are starting uh, at the top of the four o'clock Eastern hour, the White Sox and the Giants. Looks like the Giants are going to go with a bullpen game today with John wow. Brebius starting. Uh, Lucas Giolito. Lucas Giolito has kind of lost it here, James. Uh, White yep. Sox plus 115 if you want to take a shot on Giolito straightening himself out. Yeah, the problem with Giolito has been the yard ball. He actually, his last start actually kept the ball in the yard. Hadn't been doing that previously. 15 home runs given up in 10 starts prior to that game last week. Giolito has just been, it's, I, I don't know, is there, gotta suspect there he's not healthy. There's something that he's just battling and fighting through right now on the mound, and I think because we just don't know what that is. He's just not hes not pitching up to the form that we're used to seeing Giolito over the last couple of years. No play for me on the White Sox. And typically, Jeff, when we have openers, this whole thing of getting an opener out there, you know, it's he probably just one time through, probably just one inning. That's what we'll see out of Brevia here. He's, he's had 36 appearances and just thrown 33 innings. So we'll see one inning max for him. I typically stay away from those openers in a bullpen game because there's just too many things that can transpire over nine innings when you're talking about just dealing strictly with the bullpen. James, real quick here. Dodgers, of course, get Mookie Betts back today. Kershaw-Gore, the pitching matchup between the, the Padres and the Dodgers. Kershaw's a $2 favorite here. 
Yeah, and he's he's going to want to have to some competitive pride getting off that shelling that he took in Coors Field earlier this week. Six earned runs, that's the most he's given up in a regular season game in five years. So definitely going to see a much better effort out of Kershaw, especially coming back home and matching up against the Padres here. And it's interesting, Mackenzie Gore, I think his numbers are a little bit skewed. So he's when he's not facing Colorado... So far this season, he's had eight earned runs scored upon him in 53 innings pitch. When he does face the Rockies, 14 earned runs in just sixth and a third. Definitely not the Rockies today, but that's a hell of a Dodgers lineup he's going to be facing. I'll stay away. All right, James, before we go, Stephen Bond, go ahead. Fire it up. We got to get it here. Just for you, James, the odds for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Look at that. Joey Chestnut's minus 3,000, not surprisingly. To win the mustard belt yet again, the field is 10 to 1. These odds from BetMGM. James, uh, 74 and a half hot dogs for Joey Chestnut Juice to the over. How about that? How about that, James Salinas? 75 hot. And I'm sure he'll get there. And it's juice to the over for a reason. I mean, the, the iron stomach, whatever he does to condition himself, I don't want to know. It's not something I go <laughs> handicap to break down how he could literally swallow 75 hot dogs the way that he can and just the, the pounding. How long? I want to know how long does it take for him to recover, although he's so conditioned to it. Probably doesn't phase him anymore at all. But none. Unfortunately, Jeff, I will not be getting involved in that kind of gluttonous bet. I'd only bet the over. This was fun, James. Thanks for being with us. He's James Salinas. I'm Jeff Parles. More betting across America coming your way next. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any major league baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Regardless of your bet's outcome. Regardless of your bet's outcome. Regardless of your At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.